So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. We're here with uh, Grant from Heart to Gold. We're going to ask you some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, what inspired you to start the band? Um, what inspired me to start the band was I um I had never really been in like any serious type of band growing up. I was kind of like a closet guitar player. And then I met my friend and bassist, City uh, and Johnson, and um, he was just like one of a kind person that I wasn't used to hanging out with. We started hanging out a little bit more, expressing that we liked music together. And he told me he got a bass guitar. I had kind of secretly, not like secretly, but not necessarily as openly, been like a, a guitar player. I just played on my own and didn't really no, reach wait, out for jump it. Down, jump down. Okay. And then. Um, uh, we were just joking and one thing led to another and we were at a youthful age and I was under the influence of a psychedelic mushroom and I came into the presence of Sid and I walked into this person's basement that he was sitting in and I told him that we should start a band this and so at the awesome. time we were super into like the germs and mm -hmm. punk music and stuff so we just wanted to make like simple punk rock music like the Ramones or okay. any of those classic punk bands because just simple chord rock and he was new to ba playing bass guitar. Mm -hmm. So that's how it really started. All right, that's cool. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's a different origin story yeah. than we've gotten before. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never heard that one before. So yeah. what is your writing process like? Um, well, I think it varies from song to song kind of. A lot of it is where I I just play guitar on my own and okay. maybe based on what I'm listening to at the time or anything that's influencing me, I'll make a guitar riff or something that mm -hmm. I think I could bring to the table to yeah. both Blake and Sid. And um, then that's just kind of how it happens. I might have a, a bass part written or I might have like a drum layout that I feel the need to share with Blake but most of the time I let at least right now I let them kind of do what they want with the riff or whatever I bring to the table but okay. it doesn't always happen like that sometimes I just come like a whole song will come out and um, I'll have lyrics and every single thing about it that I have in my head dialed down and I can yeah, I get it across and then other times I just don't write lyrics at all until we're in the studio and then I just kind of write what comes to my mind okay. they might be I, I have like somewhat blueprint foundations of songs that I write and what I want them to mean eventually but okay. I'm, I'm pretty bad I guess at just like the all-in-one package like songwriting mm -hmm. making a song around words versus adding words to a song I get that okay yeah I get yeah, I that's that. that makes sense that makes sense um so what does your band name mean oh my god um Okay, it's out there on the internet already, so I don't know why, but uh, I'll share it with you. Uh, do you want the long version or like the short version? It's up to you. Yeah, yeah it's up to you. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe somebody will listen to this and keep it, uh, keep it for themselves or share it with the rest of the world. I really like I the name Heart to Gold comes from a situation that I was a part of when I was like 
either like a, a freshman in high school or maybe like a sophomore in high school. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was staying at my friend's house. It was like at that age where you had sleepovers, but they weren't like sleepovers. They were yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. you hung out until you fell asleep and everybody was cool. Yeah, yeah. You were just chilling. Yeah. You were just chilling. We were like super wannabe, like cool kids smoking weed every day and just mm -hmm. like, just doing that stuff. So it's winding down. We're at my friend Eric's house and um, we're, it's like, it's a completely dark room. The TV is the only thing on. We're all zooted. We're about to fall asleep. He's, we're home alone. And um, just like out of nowhere, we start hearing like a bunch of crashes and a, a couple people talking and some people yelling and a bunch of different stuff. And mm -hmm. um, this, it started to appear that like we could hear who we thought were Eric's parents at the mm -hmm. time, like oh, from their night. They were just like belligerent. Mm -hmm. They were just like super messed up, mm -hmm. and uh, we started oh, like I, I don't know. We were, we were in that room separate, and then they were um, out doing their thing, and they weren't didn't even know we were in this room mm -hmm. until. All right, okay. So until we start hearing like these very very vicious brutal dog yelps, okay, like, shrieks of terror, dog oh. yelps, like. And um, it comes to our attention that like, there's a guy out there outside this room somewhere in this house, like just like viciously beating the shit out of his dogs. Like, oh beating fuck, that's horrible. Um, this is like, this is my friend's mom's boyfriend at the time. So it's not okay. like he has any like super connection to him yeah. or anything. He was just a dude. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, like, I don't know, it was me, Eric, and my friend, or my friend Eric, Mario, and I, we were in mm -hmm. this room, and then we just kind of like, we were kind of freaking out in this room, and we were like, yo, Eric, you have to do something. Like, you need to say something. Yeah. Like, it, it's really messed up, and it's scary, whatever. And this, uh, so our friend Eric, like, gets the courage, and he musters oh, up, and he, like, someone steps out into mm -hmm. this hallway and he screams he's just like knock it off like blah, 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 blah. like just yeah. like screaming at his mom or something and then that just opened a whole new can of worms and these people like these this couple it was his mom and the boyfriend were just like mm -hmm. super drunk they stormed into the room were super caught off guard super surprised that we were in there it smells mm -hmm. like weed like oh. they're yeah. you know they're they're freaking out at us and they're drunk as shit like okay. i remember they were just like so drunk that i had my at the time i had like a flip phone and i was like laying on this bed like trying to be this like menacing character <laughs> by video <laughs> uh -huh. and like his mom and she's in this nightgown like she's she's pretty much like very revealed you know uh -huh. she's mm -hmm. ready for bed and she like dives on me and jumps on me and starts grabbing at my phone because uh -huh. she, she thought it was like us smoking. Like she uh -huh. thought. Oh. Oh. Nice. One thing just leads to another, and this dude no, brings the dogs into the room. Okay. He's basically just like, starts beating the shit out of these dogs in front of us. Like it's terrifying. It's sad. It's scary. This dude is huge, like 
there's no, there's nothing we could have done to like not make this guy turn and like want to beat our ass or something. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. you know, it was it was really messed up. And then he tried to get my friend Eric to beat the dog, and oh. it was just like it was just like such a weird, surreal, terrifying, dramatic experience. And then this dude eventually like caught the drift that we were like all terrified. But it was like you know saying that that's how you discipline an animal, that's how the world works. And he gets these dogs out of here, and he's just like super drunk, and he's trying to play this adult parental figure role mm -hmm. to my mm -hmm. friend Eric because he thinks he's going to be his stepdad and all this other weird shit. Yeah. And, um, he's just like super belligerent, super wannabe dad mode, just like preaching and like trying to give us life advice while he's drunk as shit. And mm -hmm. this goes on for like maybe an hour or two, hour and a half. And we start, you know, we're young and we start laughing. We start like giggling at yeah. him and yeah. 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 here and there. Uh, and it it really started to get to him and it got, it just like freaked him out and like made him really mad. Yeah. Uh, and so it happened a few different times and then he like, his climax. He basically like gets up, tries to grab my friend Mario by the leg and like drag him out of the bed and he, for whatever reason, my friend Eric and I all of a sudden got like a burst of courage mm -hmm. and we mm -hmm. stood up and we pushed this guy against like a dresser. Like, oh shit. He falls over this dresser and he's like, you know, Homer Simpson. Simpson's like flailing his arms, knocking stuff yeah. off yeah. the counter and he's yelling and he's, we're like on the other side of the room, like between this other dresser and you know, about ready to protect ourselves, and he's screaming at us, and he's yelling at the top of his lungs, and he's just like, I'm from Edison, which is a high school, which is actually coincidentally, I coincidentally live right there, but this dude was like, I'm from Edison, home of the Tommies, we used to beat kids up like you for fun, like, Jesus, don't, don't know anything about anything, like, yeah, Home of the Tommies, and he went like, "Wow, heart to gold, heart to gold, heart <laughs> okay. to gold." And okay. Like, wow. out at us, and then all of a sudden, it was kind of over, and I walked home. And then a few years later, that was kind of before I was really like thinking about trying to do music or anything. Mm -hmm. A few years later, I was super into like pop punk music, and I was like, "That is the coolest pop punk band name." Mm -hmm. and, then I just ended up keeping it a few years after that thing where I was like, I like that name. And when it came time to have a band name, I was like, I know what I'm going to call it. I know where Mattis is hilarious where he came out. That's why. That's a wild ass story. Yeah, that is that. Wow. I felt a lot of emotions. It was a roller coaster. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a very life changing experience to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, I can. Yeah. What are your names, by the way? I'm Shane. Oh. Yeah. I'm Glory. Yeah, we forgot to do yeah. that. Oops. We forgot to do that. Um, cool. Can you? Nice to meet you. I'm Grant. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Grant. Uh, can you guys hear my brother in the background? Since we're doing this in the middle of the I interview. can. I can. I'm yeah. sorry about that. Like I told him to shut up, and it, he's still going. So. That's okay. Right, cool. It's okay. He's playing Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, okay. he's really into it. <laughs> yeah. 
I agree. So um, now that we have a lot of free time with quarantine, what uh, bands and artists have you been listening to recently? Oh, okay. Uh, let me go grab my phone. Hold on. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Playlist time. <laughs> okay. I love this shit. Okay. <laughs> I seriously, I listen to this. I, I don't know. I'm not going to be like, I listen to so much music all the time, but I don't own a TV or anything. So I just, mm-hmm. okay. I just, yes. that's like my pastime. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, all right. I'll tell you what I've been listening to lately. And one artist that I've been surprised to find interest in is uh, mm-hmm. this artist called George Clayton. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, I need, I need, I still need it's like a weird form of electronic music, but he takes like shoegaze elements and yeah. other just, it's very, very good and catchy music. And it's danceable. Okay. And it's like, I, I like a lot of music that right off the top, I can see in a skate video. Yeah. I just like, I can, I just think like that. Uh, and mm-hmm. George Clayton has some really good music. I've been listening to a little bit of the Velvet Underground, a okay. lot of uh, Metallica's Kill Them All. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I stand by what I mean when I say that I don't like 100 Gex, but they have this one song that's pretty catchy. Okay. Uh, okay. It's, just, it's just weird. I listen to a lot of reggae and uh, Rocksteady. Okay. Um, and this band called Blair from... I think they're from New York. Uh, they're just a bunch of skateboarders, it's and uh, they have this song called uh, "On opening, and Off." That is a beautiful song, mm-hmm. super okay. amazing song. We have we have I some friends so in a band called Tall Boys from Kansas City. Okay. They have mm-hmm. a, an EP on Spotify that I really really like. Uh, you can really see what you can hear what they do visually. And when uh, I first yeah. listened to them, I saw what they were doing, and it's some bands can't do that, but this. Maybe it's just that I know it, but it's really good. Like a two-piece yeah. band. Uh, some Sonic Youth's Washing Machine. Um, some some new Modern Color. Uh, I, I like Modern Color. Uh, if they're listening, step it up, guys. We're trying to tour. And you, you say you want to tour. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. If you hear that. Uh, I love the band Duster. Okay. okay. I love that you. band. The album Stratosphere is Here, just like amazing. I watched the movie Oh Brother Where Art Thou with my roommates the other day, and that soundtrack is really beautiful. Okay. Uh, the Kasoy Sisters, they have an album called Bowling Green and other folk songs from the Southern Mountains. That's uh-huh. a great album. It's a nice okay. name. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? And you know, I I dive into some pine grove right. here and there, uh-huh. and some turnstile. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. The Courtney's, Alex G, King Cruel. Ooh, oh, I <laughs> I love. Oh, show me the body. Uh huh. Yeah, I Joyce Manor. Heard of them? Yeah. Some Ethiopian um jazz by um. Kailu Merga. Uh-huh. I really like uh, Wait, that album. This album, it's good. Okay. Really good Ethiopian jazz music. Okay. And, uh, and the new Harper's Jar from our area. That band's really good. Yeah. Cool. Got an interesting taste. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Very diverse. Yeah, you have like a you? very... What have you been I have been listening oh, to okay. the new Used album and the new Trivium album a whole bunch, as well as like Corn okay. has just been on loop. So yeah, yeah, classics. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm the exact opposite, and I've been listening to like Fine Line and like Walls and Heartbreak Weather and just like okay, cool. Yeah, pop yeah. with mixed with like 
pop. What, pop mix with pop. pop. Yeah. No. Pop with Miss Pop. Yeah, dude. dude. Good. Good music is good music. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Um, so since we're stuck at home, have you been working on any new projects? Um, you know, I wake up every single day and, uh, I tell myself that I'm going to write a new song uh-huh. and just kind of mm-hmm. like make it happen. Yeah. Cause I have, I have an array of just like instruments and oh, wow. time and mm-hmm. I have some recording gear. It's not the best, but it's. It's a level playing field sometimes. Yeah, it'll do yeah. the job. So I wake up every morning telling myself that I want to start doing something. Mm-hmm. But realistically, I sometimes just like smoke weed and don't do it. And then we practice two to three times a week or just like mm-hmm. jam or work on new material for Heart to Gold. Uh-huh. So, uh, knocked one, knocked one. I could devote more time, but I haven't really been doing that. I spend a lot of time just like Heart to Gold practice. And then uh, I work uh at a school so we've been doing online school meetings and whatever mm-hmm. and then i skateboard just a ton so okay, okay. all right cool. cool all right lagging like a lot yeah. oh, jesus okay yeah sorry i'm like lagging a lot so it's like everything freezes and then shane's voice goes like really slow and i'm just like okay there's oh. that <laughs> Oh, I yes. can hear you clear if that helps. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that does help. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So how... Oh, shoot. That's the wrong question. Okay. How have you been staying busy during quarantine? Um, I got a new bicycle. Okay. Uh, so that's been really good. It's just super fast. Uh, all my roommates like to bike. I've been cooking a little bit more than I usually do. Ooh. Oh, awesome. Okay. Cool, cool. Stir it up a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've also been, like I said, skateboarding a lot, maybe a lot more than I usually do, and uh, yeah. filming a little bit here and oh, there. Cool. Um, I've been d- doing a lot of work with Heart to Gold and like our merchandise and Ooh, yeah. trying to see what we're going to do productive-wise or productivity-wise in this quarantine business. Mm-hmm. Cool. Sounds like. What about you? Oh, okay. Um, I've also been cooking a lot. I have like this list of stuff that I've made. I'm not gonna go into it, but it's like a very long list of everything that I've made during mm-hmm. so far. So it's like really cool to um, keep track of that. Didn't know that I baked that much, but um, yeah, I've also been doing a lot of podcasting, mm-hmm. um, interviewing and stuff. So that's really cool. Um, music, of course. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, listen to a bunch of music. I'm still considered an essential worker. I work at a restaurant, so I've been doing that and uh, listening to a lot of music, talking to a lot of bands. You know. mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. That's yeah, a lot. <laughs> uh, so what's your favorite part of being in the music industry? Um, that's a hard question because sometimes I don't really feel like we've even touched the surface of the actual industry. Okay. Hmm, okay. I feel like if you're considering an industry, you can you're considering like a setting or some type of like interconnecting, interlocking thing that helps you acquire status, currency, uh, progression, something like that. Yeah. I feel like a lot of that that we have achieved or gotten is is because we've done it ourselves like merchandise mm-hmm. I'm a screen printer I can make everything 
for wow. extremely low. So we make profit off that touring. Mm -hmm. uh, we've done tons of DIY tours where we book everything ourselves. I think, I think mm -hmm. the only real taste of the industry we, we've had is like, you know, talking with, with not by no means like large scale labels or mm -hmm. something to brag about, but they're people that have more of a reach than us. Or like, you know, we went on tour mm -hmm. last summer with like a, a part of a, a reputable, a reputable band's national headlining tour. So we did wow. like half of that. And that was like, a, it was like super big for us. Yeah, we played like mm -hmm. huge rooms every night. We had like riders and guarantees and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's more of the, the maximum thing of the industry side we've really seen. Otherwise, yeah. like it just kind of comes about without, you know, you realizing it. Like you talk to somebody here who later down the road wants to try and be like a booking agent or a label mm -hmm. assistant or something. And then all of a sudden this person that's your friend that you've just kind of like communicated and shared a common interest in. Yeah. is now in the industry in the industry and you're like doing it that way yeah so I get that. it can be I know, it can be uh it can be questionable whether or not we're actually doing it so yeah. that's my answer uh what's that tour that you went on in the summer with the Bro, bands we went on tour last summer so we went on tour with um remo drive oh, cool. and then we also went on tour with our friends in why not oh that's awesome and uh we also finished the end of the summer with like a a tour with our other friends in a band called Pierre. Okay. So it's awesome. So Are you what wearing artists... your hoodie? Which one? You. You. I'm wearing a nothing personal hoodie. Oh, All time low. I thought it said Nirvana. No. I'm sorry. No. It it does kind of look like a Nirvana hoodie. Yeah. No. That. You could pass it off as one. Alright. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> so what artists are your biggest inspirations when you make music uh nirvana is a huge oh. Oh, yeah. cool. um, i think another huge influence for heart to gold in particular mm -hmm. is um this band called marietta we really enjoy oh, that mm -hmm. band yeah i've heard of them the that they bring to the, the game yeah mm -hmm. i also think we all really like um Title Fight and mm -hmm. Joyce Manor, Green Day, okay, King Cruel, mm -hmm. um, maybe some like Turnstile, a little bit of hardcore here and there, okay, um, maybe some, maybe some My Bloody Valentine. But I feel like all that shoegaze stuff, we get that from our title fight stuff. Okay. Or our title fight influence. I think mm -hmm. a huge, I think more so than any band or music influence, it's, it's, a, it's like our, our physical things that we're doing, mm -hmm. like whether it be skateboarding or like, you know, traveling or something like that, that stuff yeah. really influences what we, we kind of make. I don't think we okay. try and listen to something instinctively and be like, we could make something like that or make it better. We mm -hmm. just kind of like gain experience from our already existing interests. Maybe, maybe that's not accurate. And maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not thinking, maybe mm -hmm. I'm trying to think too deep about it, but I would say Nirvana is a huge influence. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Um. So, what was your first concert? Uh, the first concert that I played, or the first concert that I went to. First concert you went to. Went to. Um. Well, when I was younger, I had gone to like, you know, maybe like a state fair thing or once or twice mm -hmm. or like a county fair where it's like maybe a cover band or something mm. like that mm -hmm. yeah i think i think the first show i remember going to was my cousin was playing in like a battle of the bands thing at his high school okay. mm -hmm. and i went there and i thought it was pretty cool yeah um other than that i it was definitely not until like a few years later when i went and i saw uh I think I saw the band The Story So Far. Ooh. Oh. Okay. And I think it was like The Story So Far, The Wonder Years, Polar Bear Club, and like Into It Over It or something. That's a good lineup. Mm -hmm. That is a very good lineup, yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember if that's my first thing, but I feel like it was definitely a show like that because I understood like I feel like when I went to that show, I came out of it understanding a lot more about what it means to be like a smaller band or like a smaller, a fan of like smaller bands than like yeah. somebody who goes to see like Weezer or something at the stadium and then like comes out of mm -hmm. it and it's like everybody knows that's supposed to be like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like going to like a smaller scale show definitely just like opened my eyes to like more of a an independent world of music or something. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's cool. That makes total sense, actually. So, if you could go to any show, past or present, which show would you go to? Like, it could be any show ever. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one that you've already been to. Any like, show ever? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's my role? Just a fan, spectator? Yeah. Or am I, like, yeah, just a spectator. trying to, like, meet people and do something, you know? I mean... You're just there for the day. Yeah, like, like if you accidentally bump into like Freddie Mercury, like I guess you could pitch something, you know. Uh, okay, if I'm just kind of like spectating, being a fan, I would either want to see. I would either want to be at Woodstock. Okay. okay. Woodstock is surface, you know. That's like anybody could say that. Mm -hmm. I also would have loved to seen the last have heart show okay okay if you've ever heard of that band or listened to that band they're just like this super straight edge hardcore band uh mm -hmm. and they have this this footage on of their last show mm -hmm. and I, it's fucking nuts dude like it is crazy okay. this is the yeah. thing ever it's so sick or i'd see like nirvana at first uh -huh. okay. okay yeah i think that would be really really cool or just like see the beatles at the stadium that they played here i don't give a fuck i'm a beatles fan yeah, okay. yeah that's fine i mean that's fair yeah, yeah you can yeah or Jimi hendrix i'd love to see like Jimi hendrix or mm -hmm. like one of those classic crazy bands mm -hmm. yeah that's like we're just setting a new tier for what music would become yeah mm -hmm. that's really crazy all right yeah it's a good selection of yeah yeah good. i agree um <laughs> So what are your top three songs to perform live? Uh, because people like it or because we like it? That you like it, like you enjoy playing it. Uh, 
I think it depends on the day. Okay. But uh, I don't really get super tired of songs. Okay. The way that other bandmates might. I feel like a lot of people are like, we play this song so much, it's just like over and over again. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the way that I look at it is the songs that are like that are the songs that get the most reaction out of a crowd. I agree. Yeah. 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 That's what I like at shows because that's what got me interested in going to more shows was the fact that I could go and like know the words, love the mm-hmm. music and go crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I would I would wish nothing but for people to go cr- as crazy as they feel they want to go at music that they like that's ours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think I think the number one song that I I, I feel something mm-hmm. still when I'm playing it uh, is our song Smo. Okay. Okay. I feel like there's some content in there that I didn't think people would jump at or maybe feel like they could relate to mm-hmm. it kind of turns out that people do you know feel whatever they feel with that song mm-hmm. and it, it makes me feel like what i'm doing or what i'm saying is still like super valid yeah and mm-hmm. that i don't i didn't have to like grow out of that song or anything yeah because it's still prominent <laughs> i think some of our newer songs are really really uh important to me um, our song Mary that some people have gotten a hint of but it hasn't been released or anything there's some live mm-hmm. footage of it okay. but that song is really important and, and meaningful to me okay. um, maybe maybe our song HIC too okay. that's like one of those songs where it sounds like it's, it's very lighthearted, but it kind of means mm-hmm. a lot it means a lot to me yeah so some of those songs are important. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, cool. So, so what is your dream venue to play in? Madison Square Garden, naked. Naked? Naked. That's the best part of that. That's some green day stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's some yeah. stuff. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to do that because that is like, that's the pinnacle of what I think is... Um, a, a successful musical endeavor and if I can achieve that someday then mm-hmm. I would be really chill with the rest of my life uh-huh. yeah yeah uh, Glory do you want to ask that other question about that song now oh yes yes okay I need to okay I need to find the song because I was listening to it and I had a question about it and it's called difficult okay so at the beginning of difficult there's like a kid that's just like screaming is that from the recording that you were telling us about? No, okay. Yeah. So that is, is uh, that? that is from. Dang, you guys are let, get, making me give out all my secrets. Um, oh. Maybe. No, I mean, that that is from an episode of Scarred. Okay. And it's called CJ's Arm Break. And when I was younger, me and our okay. The first drummer for Heart to Gold and I used to joke a lot about this one thing that that kid says, and it's just like, Mm -hmm. he's like, dude, it hurts, but you know what? Just like trying to be super tough, like, you know, trying to be super tough, and we just used to just like say that back and forth to each other so often, and it was just really Mm -hmm. funny, and some people think, some people think they know where it's from, and they think it's this other skateboarding video, and I love it. It's just like keep thinking that, yeah. like steer people in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. But now, oh, yeah, CJ's arm break. 
Yeah, that that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. I was really curious about that. Yeah, thank she kept on bringing it up. Yeah. I did. I yeah. was like, dude, you got Okay, yeah, sorry. Continue. Yeah. Um, so where do you see the band in the next five years? Um, I don't know. That's kind of a tricky question to ask right now. Yeah. yeah. I think that ideally we'd like to have at least like two or three albums worth of material. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we're still kicking and like Maybe we're financially more stable. Mm-hmm. We're, yeah. we're pretty good with finances, but That's awesome. every band can always do better. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'd like to see if we could maybe have a van by then. Uh-huh. Um, although we love mm-hmm. touring mm-hmm. in our Honda Pilot, we love it. It's 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 a it's a blast. Yeah. Uh, you get really really close to the people that you <laughs> want to be close to. Uh-huh. Um, maybe. Yeah. Maybe me you know have have more attention mm-hmm. or just like have more of a reputation in music that means something to people yeah uh mm-hmm. so maybe just like the simple stuff the simple stuff that you know everybody wants to achieve as an artist is just like progress yeah. oh. success and whatever it means to you mm-hmm. I get that. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. okay <laughs> Um, so we do this thing where we get a question from the last band we interviewed. Uh, so this question is from Puppy Pile. How long would you last in a zombie apocalypse and why? Um, well, let's think about it. Yeah, sure there are a lot of factors. Apocalypse, the apocalypse where it's just like you against the the everyone you know mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. probably like a good five years into the apocalypse yeah into the okay future. so i'm gonna say for sure five okay five okay. and i do think i do think that i am i'm not i'm not uh, what's the word i want to look for um i'm not like fucked up but I could hold my own in fucked up manner. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I could run, I could sneak, I could hide, mm-hmm, I could mm-hmm. kill. Yeah. Uh, but there's no telling, like, if they were, if I was outnumbered by a bunch of zombies. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think that I would expect to come out of it every time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you see those, you see the movies and you see, like, the one guy that's completely prepared and he's, like, yeah, all his guns or whatever. He's using. I'd mm-hmm. I'd I'd shoot for that, you know. But I'd probably yeah. just like try and keep moving. I would try and keep moving, moving, and try Definitely. and like hide out in a very undisclosed place. Oh yeah. Yeah. Key yeah. success. You have a lot of faith in yourself because I probably last like two days. Um, <laughs> I'll yeah. say like, I'll say like seven years. Okay. Seven years. Okay. Wow. All right. Um, good luck. Yeah. Good luck out there. <laughs> good luck out there. Yeah. Glory and I would last about two days combined, like one day each. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <don't> <laughs> one day each. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so as you noticed, we're going to move away from music for the last couple questions. Uh, if you were on death row, what would your last meal be and why? Ooh, um, my last meal would be either... Either 
Um, either El Taco, a, a nacho plate from El Taco Riondo, that's a local spot to Minneapolis that just burned down. Okay. Oh, okay. Or, or, and I'm I'm putting this out there pretty heavy right now. Mm-hmm. Or, I would eat this spot called Chicken Diesel. Okay. Okay. I had it one time in Albany, New York. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was amazing. It was it's yeah. just psychotically amazingly good and terrible for you. I would just like, I would just eat a big old plate. And then there's this stuff called Wonder Melon. Uh-huh. It's okay. Like, it's like watermelon water juice. Okay. Okay. I would have like three of those, mm-hmm. chicken diesel meal, and I'd call mm-hmm. it. All right. Well, okay. call it yeah. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Way to go out. I, that watermelon yeah, water stuff or the, mm-hmm. the Wonder Melon. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I was, it was like, fucking four in the morning oh my god yeah downtown new york Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we were just like traveling all through the night just like walking around between brooklyn and manhattan and Mm times square and stuff and it was just like it was like a monday morning we were on acid and like it was yeah there was hundreds of people in this corner market because you know they're all getting ready for work yeah and Mm -hmm. New York is a totally different world. Like how they how they live their lives from you know backpacks and train rides versus mm-hmm. like cars and commute. Dude, it's like it was a crazy world. It was like we were so dirty and just like tripping and just exhausted. Mm-hmm. And we were at this lively market at like four or five in the morning. Mm-hmm. Just so many people around. And I mm-hmm. tried this watermelon juice drink. My life hit different. I swear wow. to God, my life, and I haven't had it since. Oh no! You need to get some. To get it. Yeah. yeah One day I'll get there. One day. Yeah. I yeah. hope you find it again. Yeah. That that's always like the best feeling. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, I have the honor of asking the last question, which I would say is the most important one. What is your favorite color? And be specific, like with the shade and. If you like, want to get down to the hex code, you know. We can exactly. Do that. Okay. Oh, <laughs> wow. I'm trying to think of what. You know, I'm going to say. I'm going to say like a hard, bright orange or a pretty, like, golden yellow or standard yellow. Uh-huh. Um, I could be. I could be persuaded. But I'm pretty set on the, the, the orange, the bright orange, okay. just because I've always, Alrighty, I, I know. Wanted, I've always wanted to be a ginger. I, I honestly just have always loved the idea of being a ginger. Um, I think it's very unique. I think oh, the colors okay. are very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like fire. You know, mm-hmm. sparks, just like, there's something about it that like, you know, it's like if I looked outside and my dream car was out there, I'd either mm-hmm. have it like bright orange or yellow. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of like heat radiated. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Cool. to say that. 
Yeah, there's some more yeah, kids yeah. shooting. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that's all the questions we have for you. Is there anything you want to plug? What do I want to plug? Um, I want to plug Toothy Skateboards. I want to plug Slumped Magazine. I want to plug. Um, I want to plug Heart to Gold. We got tons of new music coming out. We we got the jams. We're working on shit. Uh, I want to plug Harper's Jar. Thank you, Ancestor Fingers, new album. That album is really good. Um, I want to plug. I want to plug my roommates' bands, Casual, all mm-hmm. caps with a dollar sign, mm-hmm. Internet Dating, and Infinite Me. I want to. I want to plug. Um. My room, my roommate Trevor's tattooing abilities. Trevor Dylan Arts, he's very, very good at tattooing. Um, I want to plug uh, Lian Chin, which is a Chinese spot from here. Okay. I want to plug motherfucking Lil B photo. I want to plug Alex Martin. I want to plug Jake from Counterintuitive. I want to plug Prince Daddy and the Hyena. Oh, I want to hey. plug Remo yeah. Drive. <laughs> I want to plug um, Archie Marshall, aka King Cruel. I want to plug all the homies from Fridley, Columbia Heights, Minneapolis, all the homies in California, all the homies in Texas, all the homies in New York. I want to plug all you. I fucking love this. This is really fun. Thank you for having me on. And I want to plug Good Noise Podcast. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, totally. Thanks for having me. This is really fun. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Oh.